Good morning. Today's daf in Gittin Ayin Gimel or Ayin Beis Amid Beis. We're starting uh, this morning with the Ikad Masnila. The um, the Gemara were involved in a discussion regarding Rav Huna. Rav Huna subscribes to Rav Yosi. So in order to understand that, we go back to what we said yesterday, and that is what is she does Rav Yosi not like our Mishnah. Uh, Rav Yosi is of the position that Zmanashol Get Mochiach Alav. Zmanashol Get Mochiach Alav means the following: You gave a get, you put in Tanaim, and in the Tanaim, within the Tanaim, you said that the get's going to be effective at a later point in time. And, and, and it sounds like it's, the get's gonna be take effect later, not, not now. Rav Yossi says the strongest marker of when the get is going to be chal is gonna be the date written on the get. The, the, the get is always going to be dated. It's a really important point. We, we made this already, but let's say it again. The get is always gonna be dated at the time of its writing. It's not gonna be post dated. It's not gonna be predated. It's always dated at the time of the writing. And according to Rav Yossi, if there's any tonight that goes into the get, so the chalos of the get is going to go back to its date. It's the strongest marker. Uh, that is Shittas Rav Yossi. And even if you write something to the contrary within the get, still, Zmanah Shoget Mochiach Halav. We had a discussion yesterday. Stuff. What if it's a verbal? What if it's a, uh, what if it's a, it's a, it's an Amira tonight? Is that going to be overriding the, 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 uh, the Zman? So that was the discussion. And that's where Rav Huna had a little bit of a suffix. Rav Huna wasn't perfectly sure. In other words, you gave a get, you, uh, you, uh, but then you gave a verbal tonight. So is that verbal tonight going to be overriding the date? So again, Rav Huna holds like Rabbi Yossi, that's what we said yesterday, but Rav, Rav, Rav Huna's not perfectly sure, not totally sure in terms of the case of a tonight balpeh on top of a get. Therefore, this was the Gemara's conclusion yesterday, even though Rav Yossi fundamentally agrees like, like Rav Yossi. Let me say that again. Let me make sure I said it correctly. Even though Rav Huna fundamentally <coughs> agrees like Rav Yossi that Zmanu shall get Mochichalav, but in the case where it is verbal, it's a verbal tonight, so therefore a little bit of a suffix. Now, as a result of that, you gave the get, you, you said a verbal tonight, right? The, the get's only going to take effect in Methi Michalizeh, if I die from this illness. So because it's a verbal tonight on top of the, on top of the Zman, so really, fundamentally, a whole like Rav Yossi, which means that the get's going to be a valid get, but because it was a verbal tonight, not written, written tonight, so uh, consequently, as a result of that, the uh, we're, we're going to say that out of a suffix, maybe the get is not going to be a good get, and maybe she's, maybe she's a widow, and therefore, because of that suffix, so therefore, chalitz is required. That, we're, we're starting on Ayin Beis Amin Beis. We're going to be starting with Iga Damasni Lash, a third of the way down. Wait, wait, what's Ayin Beis Amin Beis? Third of the way down. With the words Iga Damasni Okay, so that is, uh, that's basically effectively what we said yesterday. Good. So that was the, that was the sheet of Rav Huna, an explanation of the sheet of Rav Huna. What we took just a minute to explain. <clears throat> took, it took the Gemara a while to unpackage. Uh, but that is, uh, that, that's where we got to yesterday. Iga Damasni uh, a sefa. Okay, now, the, uh, when, when, when learning the sheet of Ravuna, some do not learn it the way we presented it yesterday, but rather, some present it on the sefa of the Mishnah. What's the sefa of the Mishnah? Let's go. Zegitech lachem isalam aklom. So in the sefa of the Mishnah, what happened is, is that zegitech lachem So here you throw in the stipulation that the get should take effect when? After I die. Again, what did the Mishnah come to teach us yesterday? Ein get laachem isa. The get's not going to be a valid get. So I'm Rav Huna Ludivrei Rav Yossi Choletzes. So now, uh, Rav Huna on this says the following. You know, even though we say in Get Lachamisa, but Rav Huna says, but as long as you subscribe to the Sheet of Rav Yossi, now remember, what does Rav Yossi teach us? 
Zmano shall get. The date of the get is the strongest marker. Now, if, if the date of the get is the strongest marker, so what do you need to do? I need to go back to the date. The date obviously preceded his death, obviously. The date preceded his death. And so, therefore, the get should be a good get, which means that she's a divorced woman, which means uh, that, obviously, there's no yibam and there's no chalitza. So, the diver of Yosef, so chalitzes. So, the Kumar says, pshita. So the Gemara says that, well, that would be obvious, meaning that according to Rav Yossi, you should need to do Chalitza. Chalitza should be required. Even the Reisha, which is going like the Chachamim, Chalitza is required. So too over here, according to Rav Yossi, Chalitza is required. Ma'ad the Tame of the Gemara says, not necessarily. I wouldn't have necessarily thought that. I might have thought, says the Gemara, Ma'ad the Tame of Rav Yossi, Baha Karebi Sfirlei, Damar Gita Ma'al Yahavei Vechalitza Namiloti Ba'ei, I might have gone all the way, meaning if if really you're of the position that Rav Yossi, uh, that Rav Huna is subscribing to Rav Yossi, and Rav Yossi is using the date on the get as a marker of when the get should be effective, retroactive to the time of the de- of the dating of the get, which obviously was while he's alive. So now what are we looking at over here? She is a divorced woman. I, her husband, died, and there was a Tanai, and the Tanai was La'achar Misa. But again, if I held like Rav Yossi, I might have said that we should definitively back it up to the date. So, Kamash Malan, de lo Rebbe, Sevala Karev Yossi, and lo Rebbe Yossi, Sevala So, the Gemara says, Rebbe takes it all the way to its logical conclusion, but Rav Yossi doesn't. In other words, so we have basically, within this idea of Zmano Shogeh, we have two versions of it, if you will. We have the Rebbe version, which is a fundamental version, and we have Rabbi Yossi. So Rebbe lo sevla k'Rabbi Yossi diktani kazeget lemute de Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi lo sevla k'Rabbi diktani kazeget lemute de Rabbi. Okay, and the Gemara just simply points out that uh, the 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 brisa can be a hochacha to either the shita of Rebbe or Rabbi Yossi. The brisa's language is kazeget. In this case, it's a get, meaning, and each of the tanaim are just going to simply say to the exclusion of. Uh, uh, of this case. Rebbe Mahi, the Gemara says, where do we find the sheet of Rebbe? Uh, so in a scenario where you say Mehayom and Ula Achamisa. So as we already learned back in the Mishnah, ambiguous language of the guest should take effect now and it should take effect or it should take effect after I, a, a, after I die. So again, that's ambiguity. So the Chachamim say Get Veino Get. We don't know. It's a suffix. And Rebbe Omer Kezeget and Rebbe's of the position that because again, no, it's definitively again. Why? Uh, because all you're doing over here is just throwing in a tonight, retroactive to the time of the dating of the get. That sheet is Rebbe. Rebbe Yosi Mai, what's the sheet of Rebbe Yosi? Dinan. Kisu tenu get lishim im lo basi mikan vashem asar chodesh vikasvu besoch shem asar chodesh vikasvu besoch shem asar chodesh v'nasal achar shem asar chodesh enu get. And Rebbe Yosi Amar Kazeget and 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 the and and the and the case study of Rebbe Yosi is where he says that this should be a get if I don't return within 12 months. And what do the, do the, and what do the shluchim do? They write the get within 12 months. They deliver it after 12 months. So, uh, so according, to the, according to the Tanakam, it's not going to be a get. So, um, the, uh, in other words, because it was not given within 12 months. And Rav Yossi says, because that get. Why? Because according to Rav Yossi, what's significant? The dating. And when was it dated? Within the 12 months. Therefore, it goes back retroactive to the time of the dating of the get. And that's why the get's going to be a good get. So again, so you have Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi saying very similar points, but in other words, but the nuance between Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi is that in each of the cases they say, get. this case is going to be a get, meaning that Rabbi Yossi will not agree to Rebbe's scenario and Rebbe won't, won't agree to Rabbi Yossi's scenario. 
Okay, and that's a that's a long walk to get to the point that in as long as you're taking Rav Huna, where, where Rav Huna requires a chalitza, and you're putting on the safe of the Mishnah, so that is necessarily going according to the sheet of Rav Yossi, not <coughs> according to the sheet of Rebbe. Is it, is it, isn't Rav Yossi a older Tana than Rebbe? Rebbe? Yeah. So could Rebbe disagree? Yeah. And it, yes to both questions. Meaning you're, you're, you're right about A and you're right about B as well. Or, no, yeah, this, they, well, I was, I was yeah. question. How could Rebbe disagree? How could he disagree? He's a Tana. He's a Tana. As long as you're within the school for the Tanaim, you can disagree. <laughs> Generally speaking, uh, the, uh, when, when, when Rav Yossi argues with somebody, the halacha is like Rav Yossi, right? That's, that's generally true, but I guess over here, uh, not, not, right, not correct, correct. Nimuka Imo, as we just learned recently in the Gemara. Okay, Ein Beis Amid Beis, we are now about two thirds of the way down on the Amur, we're at the two dots. So, Zegitech Mayami Mas Mechaluzev Amad Valach Bishuk. Okay, so where, where, where we, what are we going to do? We're going to visit the last scenario of the Mishnah. In the last scenario of the Mishnah, he says, Zegitech. This is going to be again, but he throws in the following condition, and that is, if I die from this illness. No longer are we looking over here in terms of retroactive, because in this last case of the Mishnah, we're absolutely going retroactive. He doesn't say, La'achamisa, but what he does specify within the condition is that I have to die from this particular illness. Um, what we're going to be discussing is the following Amar Ravuna Gito Kematana. So we're going to we're going to be going over a statement of Ravuna. Then this is going to be the second time in our Masechta we see the statement together, and that is the comparison between Gedim Matana. And I know it's a funny comparison, but you'll see. So Matana, so Imamad Chozer Avkito Imamad Chozer. So when it comes to Matana, you give you give a Matana, but with a condition, a conditional gift, and you say that this gift is going to be valid. If I die from this illness, okay, and the same thing with it with a get. If I die from this illness, so if upon recovery, so now it means that the condition hasn't been fulfilled, which means everything retracts. The matan is going to retract, and the get's going to retract as well. That's number one. Number two, magito afagavdalo parish, kevendamer ksuvu afagavdalo amertinu af matanaso kevendamer tinu afagavdalo kanemine. And also the, the Shechemira scenario, in the Shechemira scenario, where you have a person who's dying, and he says the words kisvu, right, the get, but he doesn't say the word tenu. Now, under normal circumstances, if he were a healthy individual, so what have we learned already in the Masechta? You failed on authorization. In order to give proper authorization, you have to say kisvu, utenu. You must give both instructions. So under normal circumstances, it's not going to work, but... Given that this is not normal circumstances, this is extenuating circumstances. The person is about to die, so therefore we're going to give him a pass. In other words, he's tarud memachshava. And therefore, just by him saying kisvu alone, that's going to be enough. That's true for a get. And the same thing is going to be said regarding a matana. By a matana, if he says the word tenu, now by matana, by the way, you don't, you don't need ksiva. So by matana, we're adjusting the halacha a little bit by matana because there's no... There's no ksiva requirement. By a get, there is a ksiva requirement. The Torah says, v'kasav la, you must write it for her. So by matana, there's no ksiva requirement, but the same basic idea. In other words, given that he's in a very fragile state of mind, so therefore we're going to say that the gift is going to be a valid gift, even though you don't have all the components. Which components are you missing? Alphagab, the lokanumine, even without a kinyan. In other words, you, you, you said to nu, and you wanted to give... A, a, a gift to somebody, you are a shechem you didn't make a formal kenyan under normal circumstances, okay. 
So verbal declaration is nothing. You have to make a Kenyan. A Kenyan is the only way that something gets transacted from A to B. But over here, because he's a Shemira, so we're going to wave the, the Kenyan. Okay. If, if the guy is, is specifying this illness, right? Right. And he, and he gets he gets killed by a sword or another illness. That's a, What's it called? Coming, coming up ahead? Coming up ahead? Tanan. So now, on this halacha that Rav just taught us, the comparison of Get and Matana. So let's go back now and let's go revisit our Mishnah. So, uh, so, uh, um, uh, v- okay, so, uh, what did we learn in our Mishnah? That the person made it tonight, the get's going to be valid if I die from this illness. What happens is, is that he had a recovery, temporary recovery, flows back into an illness. And now, enumdana. Now we need a medical. Now we need a medical opinion. In other words, was it the same illness? Was it a different illness? Same illness gets going to be valid. Different illness gets not going to be valid. Okay. Now, iamart im amad So lamali umdana hare amad. So now the gemara says I don't understand. Meaning that if you if you recovered, so shouldn't that basically now cancel the get? Meaning, what difference does it make? Whether he whether he slips into the same illness, a different illness. In other words, what Rav Huna taught us is is that once you once you get healthy, so that's it. So in other words, a retraction over here. Shouldn't we say that? Shouldn't our Mishnah be telling us that? So I'm Rav Marber de Rav Yosef Mishmei de Rava. I'm sorry. Shenitek Michol So the um, so the um, what happened in our Mishnah is that he didn't make a full recovery. He made a partial recovery. And what happens now is, is that because he never fully recovered, that's why there's no retraction. And now we have to then go and ascertain. So he didn't make a full recovery, but did he die from this illness? Meaning because again, in the Mishnah, what did the Mishnah teach us? That the condition was, I'm dying from this illness. So if in fact he made a full recovery, even though he slipped into the same illness again, like Rav Huna taught us, that would be a retraction. But over here, he never made a full recovery. He was nitak... Again, we have to. We're, we're focusing on the wording of his condition. So the wording of his condition is: if I die from this illness, and he never made a full recovery. The Gemara says, "Yeah, but the uh, but but didn't the Mishnah say Ahmad? And now you're telling me he didn't make a full recovery. So Okay. So the word Ahmad, the Mishnah can be interpreted that he didn't. Ahmad does not mean that he made a full recovery. It just simply means that he moved from one illness to another. Doesn't the Mishnah say that he, he's walking through the marketplace? Certainly sounds like he made a full recovery. The Gemara says, nah, you don't, you don't have to be medayic. In fact, what, what, walking through the marketplace could just simply mean with help, with a cane. He died from a, from a illness, then That's exactly the point. That's exactly the point of the Mishnah. In other words, and even though he didn't make a full recovery, but again, the condition was he has to die from this illness. That's exactly the point. And now what we can ascertain is the following, that if he was, if he's holach hamishanto, so now what do we need? We're going to need, uh, we're, we're going to need, uh, I, I guess we're, we're litigating it after he died, but whatever. I was going to say the medical examiner or uh, the doctor who was treating him. Either way, in other words, we, we need a, a professional opinion. In other words, when he died, did he die from the, from the original illness or from the new illness? And so once you get now a medical opinion on that, so now, because he didn't make a full recovery, 
So now we have to ascertain, how did he die? From illness one or illness two? The condition was only that the get's going to be valid if he dies from illness number one. And if he, and if he died from illness number two, and that, the doctors told us that that's the, that's their medical opinion, so now that means condition has not been fulfilled, get's not going to be a good get. On the other hand, if he makes a full recovery, so then umdana namilobiina, we don't even need an umdana. Because again, once you make a full recovery, even though you go ahead and get a second round of this illness, but once you make a full recovery, that's going to be a, re- a retraction. What if illness number two is a result of illness number one? You, you're not going to ask me that question, you'll ask the doctors. The doctors will, the doctors will tell you. I'm not going to tell you. So I don't know. Meaning, uh, right? Shmamina. matana. So the, uh, so the Gemara says, fine. So now if I have a Shechid Meira who, who's giving a Matana and what he's doing is is that he is now moving from one illness to another but he never made a full, a full recovery. So again, within the, within the assumed position of the Shechid Meira, right? He's gifting everything away and, and, and it's all going to be valid and no Kenyan is required. Do you know why? Right? We understand what's happening over here. He's dying and because he's dying that's why he's gifting everything away. But what if our Shechid Meirah didn't die from the from that which currently ails him? But what he did is is that he moved from one ailment to he then got pneumonia, and then he died from the pneumonia. So so and and there was never a full recovery. So what we're all now saying together, in other words, in conjunction with what with what Ravuna taught us, is that it's going it satisfies the Shechid Meirah condition. It's an implicit condition, but it satisfies the condition. So the matana is going to be a matana. So the Gemara says, "In the Amar Rabbi Lazar, Mishmei Derav, Shchemer Rashinitik, Mecholi Lecholi Matana Sa Matana." The Gemara says, "Correct. That's absolutely correct." Um. Okay. The um. Fine. So we are now. Um. So we we have just went over the halacha of Ravuna. Ravuna says that Gito is kamatanaso. That again, the matana are going to be have are going to be sharing similarities. And what Ravuna taught us on the bottom of Ayn Bezam and Bez is that it's really going to be true on two fronts, right? The, the, um, the number one is that if you're Omade, so you're going to be Chosir, if you make a full recovery, so that retracts both from the Get and from the Matana. And number two, uh, you don't have to make the full, the full statement. By, by Get, you have to say Kisru Tanu. But if you are sick, you don't, you don't have to say it. Same thing is true by Matana. You have to make a, you have to, you have to make a statement and you have to normally make a Kenyan. But by Yishchimira, you don't have to make a Kenyan. Okay, so that's the halacha of Rav Huna, and not everyone's on board. Rabba v'Rav Losir Lohu had the Rav Huna. So Rabba and Rav and Rabba and Rava, right? That happens to be Rebbe and Talmud, right? Rava was the Talmud of Rabba. So the Rabba and Rava both do not subscribe to uh, the uh, to this halacha of Rav Huna, meaning. So the uh, if our Yishchimira. Uh, did not say the words imasi. So, um, and, and, and even though the get is going to be, by a there's an implicit condition put, thrown into it. So according to Rav Huna, a full recovery will mean now that he was chozer. What Rav and Rav is going to say is that a under these, uh, under these circumstances is going to push forward the get. Right by a who did not by the shchimera, the uh, even with the full recovery, the the get is going to be good get. Obviously, we're talking about whether he died as a result of another illness. So get Okay. Now the reason why is the following. Now this is going to be admittedly a little bit complicated, but just a little bit. 
the thought process of Rabbah and Rava is the following. And that is, is that, let's take a look at how this is going to be perceived by the populace. Okay? In other words, very often what we have to take into consideration is, how is this going to, uh, how is this going to look? And uh, the, uh, and, and if you look at Rashi over here, uh, so Rashi writes, Rashi is four lines down, now five lines. So what happens if he makes a full recovery and a full retraction? In other words, the get, the, it retracts from the get. So So now, how are people going to interpret this? Ah. Isn't, isn't his recovery an automatic retraction? Right. But again, we're talking about a shechemira. So the condition is built into the, in, into the situation. So he didn't say it. In other words, but it's built into the situation. That the get's only going to be valid if I die from this illness. But the death is just simply going to be a condition, and the get's going to obviously take effect retroactive from the time that he gave it. Now, what people are going to do is people are going to see this, and people are going to say, ah, so when he recovered, and the get's not going to be a good get, ah, you know what I think? I think this is now the thought process of the populace. I think that the reason why is because the get takes effect when? Only after he died. That's what people will think. Rashi writes, The perception will be, it's erroneous, but the perception will be that it must be that the get takes effect after the person dies. That's what people will think. Rabba and Rava, in order to prevent the thought process, that, the Shrimera said that here's going to be your get. He made a full recovery. It's going to now be a Chazara. The get's not going to be a good get. So now people will think, ah, you know why? In other words, because again, the, the, the tonight was not articulated. He didn't actually say, Zeget im Messi. In other words, it's built in. So again, when the people, when people see that, people are going to save themselves, ah. That means that if he died from that, so do you know when the get takes effect? After the person dies. Is the bottle because he recovered? So then, when does it take effect? If he doesn't recover, it's a get. And and again, they're not going to understand that it's a built-in tonight. The tonight goes lemafreya back to the time where he gave it. People are not going to understand that. It's a shchimera. He didn't actually make the tonight. So because he didn't actually make the tonight, so people are going to say, ah, you know when it takes effect after he died, because when he recovered, the get's not going to be a good get. Ah, because it didn't take effect yet. Meaning there, what, what the people don't understand is that there's a built-in tonight to the case of Shemira. That's what, that, that, that's the, that's the mistake people are gonna make. Oh. So then they're gonna conclude, Yeshket Lachamisa. So in order to prevent that kind of erroneous thinking, so what the Chachamim said is, the get's gonna be a valid get. Oh. So now, for the second time in our Mesechta, here we go. That's amazing. Really, the get's not going to be a valid get. But because of her own thinking, so therefore what the Chachamim did is they pushed through the get. So basically, Minatar, she's a married woman, and the Chachamim went ahead and pushed through the get. How does that work? In. And so the Gemara says, yeah, but when you're Mekadosh, a woman, you're doing so. Al-Das Chachamim. And under un, under certain circumstances, extraordinarily limited, two times in our mesechta, right? Remember when we had this earlier? So I do, Baruch Hashem. So it was the beginning of the fourth parak uh, where we talked about bittul haget. So that was the first time and the only other time in our mesechta 
where we invoke this principle of called the Mekarish Adaita the Rabbana Mekarish and Afkeinu Rabbana Kedushimine. And then the Gemara goes through Amalei Ravina Ravashi Tenech Dikash Bekash Bekash Bebiya Ma'ikla Memar. I can understand how the Chachamim can undo where the Kedushim was done via via Kesef. So the Chachamim can go ahead and disavow you of your money, take away your money from you. Hefker based in Hefker. But but if you're Mekash Bebiya, which the Chachamim don't like in general, but if you're Mekash Bebiya, how could they take that away? So Amalei Shavina Rabban Lebila Sobilas Nos. They can reassign, redefine the Bia. As not be as kedushin, but be as nos as well. They could do th- they could do that. That's also within their their power and in their authority. Now, if if you, we're not going to do it now, but if you go back to where the Gemara mentioned this earlier, I've called the Mekadesh Adaita the Rabbanim Mekadesh earlier in the Masechta. What was it? Lamed Gimel, I think so. So the uh, yeah, I have the uh, I have the uh, I, right, I have the cheat sheet over here. <laughs> It's called, it's called the inside margin of the Gemara, the Mesor Sashas. So, Daf Lamagim, if you go back over there, Rashi quoted his Rebbeim. Rashi said, what, what he believed, there's not me talking, what he believed, an unbelievable, unbelievable, I'm not saying that positively, an unbelievable shot offered by his Rebbeim, that when you're Mekadosh Bebiya, that's a Kedushin Daraisa, but when you're Mekadosh Bekesef, that's only Kedushin Darabanan, because it's not explicit in the Torah, it's only learned by Xerashava. Rashi is incredulous that his Rebbeim said it. Rashi said, when you're learning something through Gezerashava, it's not a Durabana, it's Daraisa. Okay, that was a lot of sugya that I just I just referenced. But when, in other words, go back to Lama Gimel for much more on this particular on this particular thread of the Gemara. Anyway, what do we have right now? Rabba and Rava do not agree with Ravuna. Meaning in the case of Ravuna, when you have a Shchiv issuing a get, so and he recovers and he makes a full recovery, retraction. And according to Rabban Rava, no retraction. The get's still going to be a valid get. Why? Because people are going to walk away thinking that this is going to be a, a case of get lachamisa. People are going to think yesh get lachamisa. In order to prevent such thinking, we're going to push the get through. How do you push the get through? Using invoking the principle of called the Mekadesh. Okay. Happened to have been an ext- I mean, every sukhi that we do is important. But in other words, it's a really, it's a fundamental discussion regarding when do Chachamim invoke the principle of called the Mekadesh? Right? It is a, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful tool used in, in the toolbox of the Chachamim, only used in really limited circumstances. And, and, and I went through the Gemara quite frankly too quickly, but it's a dafyomi. But the, uh, but anyway, but, but, we're, we're going to go on. Right, right, correct, correct, correct. It's a, right. Uh, you only make a woman in one of two, in, in one, in, there are three ways to do it. You only do one of those three. Okay, um, we're going to go on. Okay. Um, if you, uh, if you, if you read your insurance coverage, uh, right? No, no. <laughs> can't say this out loud, but I'm going to say it. None, none of us do. Okay. And if you tell me that you do, by the way, I'll be very impressed. The, um, I, obviously, uh, you can tell whether I read my insurance coverage or not. It's, it's 75 pages. I, and people, people don't do it. So you know what's, the, what's included in the coverage and you know what's not included in the coverage. So over here, we're going to have now, for the next part of the draft, we're going to have a coverage discussion. Of what's included and what's not included. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be a get effective immediately. And if I die from this illness. So, what's included now within the Tanai? It's very clear. You say it. I'm, if, I, if I die from this illness, which means that if death occurs in any other manner, so now, 
the condition has not been satisfied. Okay. Uh, so let's say uh, a snake bites him. Alternatively, the house caves in on him. So the get's not going to be a good get because it's not included in the coverage. Okay. Fine. This is not a 75 page. <laughs> the reason the reason why I know, by the way, that the, in my insurance claim was 75 pages is because I made a claim. And uh, whatever. Not in the recent past, but I made a claim. And so, uh, I, right? Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> and I come to learn that it's 75 pages. And I and and whatever the lawyers walk me through it. Okay. Anyway, so the uh, so um, so ain't no get. So the uh, however, however says the brisa im lo amod micholizeh. But let's say the statement goes like this: im lo amod micholizeh. If I don't recover from this illness, but over here you're, you're noticing it doesn't say machmas cholizeh. It just simply says if I die sometime within this illness. So then im lo so v'nafal labais or chishenachesh get. So over here in this ver- in this verbiage in this clause, so as long as you're dying in the interim, it doesn't matter how you die, and so therefore the get's going to be a valid get retroactive to the time that you should that you should get. So maishna resha maishna seifa. So the uh, so the gemara says I don't really see the difference between resha and seifa. Now I know I tried explaining it, but the gemara says eh, it sa- it sounds all the same to me, meaning that in the resha what what are you conditioning that you die from this illness. It sounds very similar. Very similar in the sefer of the brisa. So shalchumikam. So uh, they sent letters to Eretz Yisrael. Achlu ari ein lanu. Now what happened is the following: is that a man issued again. There's a lot. There's a lot to the story that's not written in the Gemara, but contextually we, we know it. And Rashi spells it all out. What happened is, is that a man issued again to his wife. He said he he actually stipulated. Right. In other words, a second version, a second case of the brisa, and what happened was is that he was eaten by a lion, and um, so the uh, so over here, eaten by a lion, covered or not covered, okay. Right. The uh, the condition was imlo amod micholize, so eaten by a lion. So what did they say in Eretz So ein lanu. In other words, this is not going to be a good get. Why? So it's enoshchiach. It's simply, it's, it's uncommon. And so therefore, we're, we're basically now, it is left for the, for, for the Chachamim to figure out is that what is a common form of dying and what's an uncommon form of dying. So when you say imlo amod, anything which is common is covered. Anything which is uncommon is not covered. So a governed is of an And so here we are. What's, what's common? What, what's, what's, what's common? Okay. I, I'll, in other words, again, that's why it turns into seventy-five pages. In other words, in Achanam, it's it's you know it's it's really it's gonna it's gonna. Yeah, but in but in his das when he said emlo amod is that if I die from what is a natural way of dying, meaning it happens to be I'm ill right now, that obviously that's that's within expectation. In Achanam, okay, good. I, I, I'm with you. Again, you'll see. You'll see how this plays out in terms of what's covered and what's not covered. I will govern the Zav and Ari Lechave. So the uh, person selling a land to a uh, property to his, to his friend and Kabul Aleya now accepting a Chrayas. Back in the good old days, right? So title insurance was offered by the seller himself. Nowadays, it's, you know, it's obviously a third party. But nowadays, but back in the good old days, in other words, I'm selling you the land and I'm being Mekabal Lava Chrayas. 
demisalid that the, the um, that in any any ones that occurs, right? The the um, the um, Now, what happens is the following. So over here, so the seller is selling insurance to the property that he sold, and again in the in in, in the insurance document. So it says I'm covering everything, even ones. Now, here's what happened. So So what happened was is that uh, something very similar to eminent domain. The king rerouted a river to go right through the property. I've shared this with you in the past. So we uh, we rented a house in, in Georgia. We do it every summer, not, not every summer, but anyway. The uh, but uh, when uh, if if we can, so we'll, we'll rent. We rent it on Lake Hartwell. Okay, so what is Lake Hartwell? Lake Hartwell is a man-made lake. They dammed up the Savannah River. I, I know this interests most 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 nobody here, but they they dammed up the Savannah River and they created a lake and it's mamish. In other words, you have an entire uh, it's, the lake is massive. It's huge, right? Uh, I, I don't know whatever how, how, however big it is. You can see it. You look on the map. You can see it. And now they, in other words, then everyone's got lakefront property built uh, based on the fact that the government decided that they're going to go ahead and they're going to create a lake. Okay, so over here, so they, they, they dammed up the river and the field now is flooded. Based on, this is all eminent domain. So, so now, obviously, the Lokech is going to put in a claim. You sold me the, the property with insurance. You're insuring it. And meanwhile, here's what happened. Uh, the king ran a, ran, ran a river right through. Covered or not covered? Okay, simple, simple question. Also coming to Ravina. Well, we're going to see. So I'm related to Shafelei. The Hakeba Alech Kolunsa Demisyaleid. So the um, so uh, so so um, so Ravina said to the Mocher, it's it's covered, it's included in the coverage. So I'm related Ravacha Bar Techlifa Ravina Unsa Lo Shchiachu. So so Ravacha Bar Techlifa says, what are you talking about? Tzeinu Shchiach. In other words, what's in the coverage? Only things which are which are common. This falls under the category of uncommon, and so good. So, in other words, much like I can't tell, <laughs> so hard. It's really, really hard. What I'm right? I'm going to be able to tell you what's common, what's uncommon. You see, the Chachmei Yisrael Amaraim are arguing over this very issue of what is considered shchech, what's considered in a shchech. El Gagal Melsamatol Rava. So I'm So the the matter comes in front of Rava, and Rava says it's unsa doloshchechu. So this is something which is uncom- uh, uncommon, not covered, not included within the insurance that was offered by the by the seller. Okay. So Ravina challenges Rava, right? To talk about the uh, right. The uh, I, I know you like this. So the, uh, the 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 history over here, Ravina and Rava do not learn not living in the same generation. Meaning, if this is the Ravina that we know and love, meaning this is a Ravashi Ravina, right? That was the last of the Amoraim, and Rava's in the middle of the Tkufa of the Amoraim. So over here. Right, uh, the uh, it's hard to understand the exchange, or, or, or just in other words, it could be a different ravino, could be a different rava, or either way. So imlo amon So let's go back to the brisa that started off the whole discussion of what's included in coverage and what's not. So the uh, so imlo amon That's the brisa case two of the brisa, right? Which we which we did about ten minutes ago. And in case two of the brisa, he said imlo amon If I die while I'm sick. And I don't recover from this illness. So over here, he's not limiting death to just illness. Other cases as well, as long as they're common. He so, if I die from this illness. Right, he, right. He says, Imlo e'emod mi'cholizeh. Correct. 
And now what happens is the house, house comes in or he gets bitten on a snake. The get's going to be a good get. And so over here, what do you want to say? Snake bites are common? Right? House collapsing is common? So I'm a lay Rava Vamaresha. So I ain't no get. Okay, but Rava says, you know, in the Brysa, there's a case number two, but there's also a case number one in the Brysa. And in case number one, so what do we see in case number one? The Harei, the Zegitech, Mecholize. And then the, and then he gets bitten by a snake or the house collapses. And we say in case number one, that the, uh, that it's not going to be a good get. So he says, look, I know, I know that Bryce is confusing, but I'm not, but, but just focus on case number two. Don't go back to case number one. So I'm in. So Zilbasar so, uh, so, uh, so Ravina says, yeah, I'm ready to dismiss the Brysa. If I cannot find consistency in the Brysa, and the first and the second half of the Brysas are, seem to be so to one another, what's common, what's uncommon. So you know what, you know what I'm, and I'm going to tell you? The Brysa is a corrupted Brysa. Mishabeshtahi. It's a corrupted Brysa, and therefore the Brysa cannot be used one way or another to determine. And what are we left with? We're left with no Brysa. What are we left with? Svara. And now Svara is going to dictate. What is included in the coverage? What's not included in the coverage? So that's side by the case of the insurance claim, or where, where he sold the property with insurance. What's included? What's not included? Svara. In other words, what's common? What's not common? And the same thing when the person says, "I'm going to be issuing a get if I die." Im lo emod, not if I die. Im lo emod mecholizef. I don't recover from this illness. And then he didn't recover. Okay, good. And and so now, Svara is going to dictate what's common and what's not common. This has nothing to do with it. He said, Right, correct. And so, so, what, so, what, so what's, inclu- what's included in that? Things which are common. But it's thing- things which are not in common. Okay, good. I hear I hear you. But as far as the Gemara is concerned, the Gemara says that something which is common, included. Something which is uncommon, not included. And now what's common, what's uncommon? Svara. Okay. Rapapa Ravuna Bereda Rav Yeshua Zavan Shumshame Agidanar Malka. Okay? One more case of coverage for today. Okay? I, I know, by the way, in my last cycle of the Gemara, I was not as sensitive to these, to these Gemaras now, right? I've, I've gained, right? After going through the insurance claim, I'm telling you. Okay? I've gained. Literally, literally, we were arguing with the insurance company whether or not it should be covered or shouldn't be not. I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to, sp- I'll spare everyone now the details of what happened. <laughs> It's, it's only interesting to me, but but at least now I, I understand. Like in other words, m- mamish like it. M- mamish happened to me. So our Papa Rona Bereder of Yeshua. Why did all these conditions? It doesn't make sense. His machshava is if he dies. And we want to know what's in the, what's in, what's incorporated in the machshava. Meaning he stipulated if he if he dies, and and now we want to know what's included in the machshava, what's not. And and so what what, what and it's a. It's it's a gray area and it and it requires clarification. And the Gemara says is that Svara Svara is going to tell us what's included and what's not. Sorry, So Rapapa and Ravuna now are making a large purchase. So they're buying sesame seeds. Okay. And uh, right, Tchino. So the so Agramachela Averino, and now. Um, so what do they do? So now shipping. Okay. Again, by the way, mamish bechol yom vayom. This happens every single day. And so now they're 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 hiring people hiring people to ship it. 
and and the shippers are going to now go ahead and insure the the shipping of the of the product. Now, included insurance of whether the ship the uh, the shipment, right? So they are including what things which are normal, normal no, normal mishaps. But if something is enoshiach, that's not included in the coverage. Makes sense. So kiblu alai kulunsa demisyale. So over here, so uh, now. I say that the shippers are insuring uh, probably more correctly, more accurately. It's the sellers that are, in, are insuring, right? The, uh, in other words, that uh, the the liability is taken on by the sellers. But in other words, but clearly over here, the buyers are basically saying, "Look, we need protection," and the sellers are saying, "Fine, we're going to protect and we're going to insure." And and anything that happens, any misfortune that happens uh, that occurs at any point until it arrives at your doorstep, so we're going to take that liability. So uh, And so what happened over here is that it never made it. You know why? Because the kings dammed up the river. So once again, this is something highly unusual, right? In other words, the, the king has the right to do so, but rarely does the king get involved in rerouting rivers. And so this is now... So And so now Rapap and Ravuna, who made the purchase... So they said to the sellers, okay, right? They sent them an email and they said, look, shipment never got here and we know why. And you insured and you, and you took personal responsibility and liability. So you're going to go now and you're going to hire donkeys in order to get the shipment over here. It's your financial responsibility. So the sellers went over to Rava and the seller said to Rava, look, it's true that we, that we provided insurance and coverage. For any, for, for making sure that the product will get there. But it happens to be that this is an unsadloshkiach, and we don't think we're liable. So, Amr Lahu, so now the matter came in front of Rava. Rava turns to Rav Papa and Rav Huna, and he says the following, and I know this is going to sound sharp. I know it. So, he said, you, you white geese. Now, that is not a complimentary term. That is, uh, the, in other words, basically what Rava was saying to the uh, to these Amaraim. Now, these Amaraim over here are on the are, 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 have obviously an invested interest in this case. In other words, they're the buyers. And he says, You're ripping clothing off of people. In other words, over here, you're using the halacha, but not to, right? In other words, to your advantage. Okay. You think that this should be part of the coverage, but meanwhile, you and I know that this is a, this falls into the category of unsa deloshicha. It's not including the coverage. The fact that the king re- uh, dammed up the river and, and that's why the boats couldn't go through, this does not fall under the insurance policy. And therefore, there is no liability on the parts of the seller. You want to argue that should, it should fall under the coverage because, uh, now for you, this is going to be a, a another financial responsibility on your part where you're now going to have to pay for the extra shipping. And because it doesn't fall under the uh, under the coverage, because this is unsed lo so therefore they're not on the hook. You guys are on the hook, okay? And and he, and, and Rav did not have the, the most complimentary way to describe these chachamim, uh, describing them as white geese, okay? Because they're white geese. Yeah, right. White geese because their beard were, beards were white. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, let's begin. Okay. Uh, I'd kind of take this. I'm only, I'm only going to go back to the Gemara that we saw just a couple lines earlier. The Gemara says... It, I understand. And then, but the Gemara... 
I'm a Kabbal. I'm a Kabbal, what you're saying. I'm, I'm absolutely macabre. The Gemara says that there is going to be a distinction between Shechiach and Enoshchiach. The only thing that you're including, even though you say Kol Milsa, the only thing you're including are those things which are Shechiach and who, and, and how are we going to determine it? The Gemara says Zilbasar Svara. Right? That, and that's exactly what the Gemara says and, and I'm with you. Meaning Zilbasar Svara, I don't know. In other words, when you say Kol, I hear you. I'm macabre. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, the uh, beginning now, the next mission. We're on the mission, the very bottom of Ayin Gimel Amid Aleph. In the previous mission, what did we learn? A person is going to be giving a get to his wife with a tonight, so um, that the get will be effective immediately if he dies from this illness. Okay, so um, now here here we go. We have we're, we have a timeline. Get <coughs> is issued at T one. Okay, I, I, I know not everyone loves the when I, when I start looking at the timeline. <laughs> But, but you have to. You have to over here. The get was issued at T1. And not only issued, but it's going to it's going to take effect at T1. But what you need is you need an event to occur at T2. Either his death or, 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 or 12 months, whatever, 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 whatever the T2 is. The T2 now is going to trigger the get and now retroactive to the time of T1. Again, the, the wording has to be correct. It has to be stated correctly. Okay, now, that is, let's say, the get's going to take effect 12 months from now. And now, but, but, but the, the, the get is retroactive to the T1. And so now, once we get to T2, we know, we now know how to, uh, how, how to look at the get. The get is going to be retroactive to T1. Great. But do you know how time works? Allow me, <laughs> allow, allow me to give the simplest and, 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 and the best explanation of how time works. Time works only moving forward. Meaning it's true that once we get to T2, we can go back and we can re- revisit T1. But in other words, but we have to live our lives. And so now the get was issued at T1, and it may or may not take effect until T2. But in other words, going forward from T1 to T2, how should they conduct themselves? How should husband and wife conduct themselves? Now, it could very well be that, but that he's away on business. But I, who cares? Meaning, halachically speaking, what is their marriage status, status between T1 and T2? Here, let's ask the question this way. Okay? It's very, very simple. Let's say she, let's she, she's Mizana between T1 and T2. Is that, is that, is that a Mises nus? Are we going to take the person and put him to death for having, for having beer with this, with this woman between T1 and T2? She's in limbo. Ah. Yeah, but in other words, we're not. We're, in other words, we're not yet at T two. We're between T one and T two right now. Okay, so lotis yachinim ola b'fnei edim. I feel happy. Evet, I feel happy. Shivcha chutz mi shivcha sam in meshli libogas babe b'shivcha sa. So first and foremost, they're between T one and T two. So there should be no yichud. Period. Now, if it is accompanied visits, that's fine. The only one that cannot accompany her is, is her shivcha because she. She will do things in front of her own shivcha. Okay, quite frankly, an uncomfortable comment, but the Mishnah makes it, and we all, we all understand. Mahi and ayamin. Okay, so so uh, we'll come we'll come back to that. We'll talk about that. There, there should be no private visitations between them between T one and T two. Okay, but mahi ba'os and ayamin. Rabbi Yehuda Amar keishes. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda says, says that she is a shish. She's a married woman. 
and uh, Rabbi Yossi Amr Megarashas Veno Megarashas. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, somewhere between married and not married. Megarashas Veno Megarashas. Okay. Um, look at Rashi on the top of the Amud. Right? Uh, Rashi over here on the Mishnah. Uh, right? Second Rashi I'm reading today. I know. I'm reading a lot of Rashis today. So the Vehaba'ala Bemeze Bechanek Veshogeg Bechatas. That means to say that if she is Mizana between T1 and T2, so according to Rabbi Yehuda, Mamish, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about where uh, it's Nus, it's a Mises Nus. Uh, she and the husband are going to be taken out, and, and sorry, she and her paramour, uh, that was a mistake, she and her paramour are going to be taken out and be put to death. Now, how, how can that possibly be? Meaning, we're going to give away some of the Gemara right now, but you have, we have, we're, we're going to have to say this. Because, look, on one hand, between T1 and T2, so we're uncertain regarding her status. Is she a married woman? She's a divorced woman. Only later when we get to T2, and only later are we going to say that retroactively she's the divorced woman. But again, going forward, moving forward, from T1 to T2, so going forward, can you mamish say that she's, she, that she's absolutely a divorced woman? We don't know yet. And for Rabbi Yehuda to go ahead and say, no, she's a married woman, how does that work? And, and if, in fact, a T2 that tonight was fulfilled, so then retroactively she's a divorced woman. How can you take a man who did something awful and horrendous? We're not saying it's right. But how can you take this man and put him to death? He didn't sleep with a married woman. Granted, we only learned that later, but still, you're going to put him to death? How does that work? So Rashi, Rashi is based on the Gemara coming up. Rashi says that what we're going to say is the following. There's T1 and there's T2, and then there's T1.5. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, 1.9. Okay? In other words, the Gemara is going to say that according to Rabbi Yehuda, what happened was, is that we are not going to go retroactive to T1, but we're going to go retroactive to a couple months before he died. How do we do that? So when we get to the Gemara, we're going to see how we're going to do that. <coughs> okay, I know that's complicated. I know that's, I know that's not easy. But you have to say something like that. Meaning Rabbi Yehuda Kipshuta does not make any sense. In fact, if anything, Rabbi Yossi makes sense. Because Rabbi Yossi says, Megoreshes, Vendim Megoreshes. You know, you, know you know how we're going to treat them between T1 and T2? I don't know. Meaning it's Suffolk. So doesn't, doesn't, that, doesn't that make it for the, for the Right. In other words, for the, for, uh, for, even, be, even before Asra, meaning did he sleep with a married woman, yes or no? We don't know yet. In other words, time will tell, literally, time will tell us whether or not the get is effective or not effective retroactively. Mamish, we don't know. Okay, uh, Tanura Banan. The truth of the matter is, is that we're, we're going to learn a Bryce, so we're going to try to fig- figure out who the author of the Bryce is. It really covers... The entirety of the Ahmed base, it really is one discussion uh, that, that starts now. I'm going to save this for tomorrow. Okay, so, uh, but I, I wanted to get through the Mishnah and a basic understanding of the Machlokas between Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Yossi and the Mishnah. Okay, let's, rec- let, let's quickly review uh, our, our daf today. Okay, fascinating, really, I mean, every daf is good, but really fascinating daf. Okay, so number one, uh, we, 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 we finished up the Rav Hun and Rav Yossi, really, it's yesterday's daf. The, the idea that according to Rav Yossi, what's the strongest marker of when the get should take effect? The date written on the get. Even if it's contradicted by other statements on the get. Even if there is verbal contradiction to the effect, according to Rav Yossi, the question becomes to what degree is Rav Yossi going to say that? 
and, and how much is Rav Yehuna subscribing to the sheet of Rav Yossi? That was yesterday's daf. We finished that up. That was number one. Number two, Rav Huna says that Gito Kamatanaso, the, the, the similarities of Get and Matana when, uh, when, when, when being issued, and uh, two statements of Rav Huna. Number one, uh, if he stipulates and he recovers. And number two, if he's the Shechemera, and what we're looking to waive. And uh, this statement of, of Rav Huna, not agreed to by everyone. Rabba and Rava both disagree. Uh, even a Shechemera, who issues a get, and there's a built-in Tanai. So what do we say? We said that the uh, according to Rav Huna, uh, the, the, the get's going to be a valid get. Why? Because built into the Shechemera is a Tanai, that the Shechemera is issuing the get, retroactive to the time that he issued it. Because he, obviously he's dying. Rabba and Rava will say that in the case of Shechemera, even though there is a built-in tonight that's true, but they said that the get's still going to be a valid get. And, 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 and why? Because of erroneous perception. Erroneous perception, people will look at it, not understand the built-in tonight. They will think that the get's good because the Chachamim want to avoid that thought and because the Chachamim want to avoid that thinking, they're going to push through the get. How did the Chachamim push through the get? And so today's daf, Ayin Gimel, is the second and only other time in our Masechta where we have the Chachamim in, invoking the, the rule of called the Mekadosh, Adaita de Rabbana Mekadosh. Okay. Which is obviously a big deal, and, and that's why I'm highlighting it in the review. Okay. Uh, the Ayin Gimel Medalif discussion of the Gemara today, fascinating discuss, uh, discussion in the Gemara in terms of when you make a Tanai, when you, when you ensure something. So you are now covering, what are you covering? Anything which is readily, uh, w- w- something which is probably going to happen. A davar ashchiach. But it's a davar ashchiach, so that is not included within your tonight. It's not included within your coverage. It's not included within your insurance. Okay, w- w- the big question, which the Gemara admits is not easy, and that is, what is shchiach and what's in ashchiach? We went over a number of cases in, in, in the daf today. Two cases that involved the king's involvement, where the king either flooded the field or alternatively, the king dammed up the river so that the shipment couldn't come. So is that something which is shchiach or is that something which is eno shchiach? The Gemara in both of those cases felt, put that under the category of eno shchiach, not covered. Okay, and, 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 what, and what's going to be the determinant of shchiach and eno shchiach? The Gemara says, that's a great question, svara. Svara is going to be the determinant. Okay, what, what is... Uh, what's it called? Uh, the lawyers enjoy saying reasonable. What's reasonable? Okay, good. And then obviously fill, fill, fill in the gaps in terms of what the details are. Um, finally, we started the last mission of, of, of the Ayn Gamal Ahmed Aleph going into the Ayn Ahmed Bays. And that is, is that when you give a get and it's going to take effect retroactively, but you haven't learned yet. In other words, you haven't gotten yet to T2. And now when, when we are physically between T1 and T2. So how does Halacha view her? Married woman, divorced woman, or somewhere in the middle? Rav Yossi takes a position which I think is the most mistaber, and that is Suffolk. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. And Rav Yehuda's position is, is that she is a married woman. That position, Rav Yehuda, needs clarification. I gave partial clarification when we did the Mishnah, and tomorrow when we come back in Yitzhah Hashem, we'll give full, full clarification.